while, they stumble upon the mother load, like those lucky few who enrolled in applied social theory and qualitative research methodology at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Known affectionately as Deadhead 101, its course materials consist of Grateful Dead cassettes and reviews of past shows. Students are required to attend Grateful Dead concerts to observe the subculture that surrounds the band. At Dartmouth College, the items on the curricular menu are somewhat more limited, but include such morsels as sport and society, the history of clothing and the psychology of dress, and TV, a critical approach. But for the adventurous, there are more provocative choices. There is the burgeoning field of victim studies that offers such courses as Women and Change in the Third World and Black Womanhood in Culture and Society. We will explore the nature, extent, and consequences of the multiple discriminations of race, sex, and class. Although they lack the entertainment value of the genuine guts, courses that offer high grades for little or no intellectual exertion, they appeal to the undergraduates who have imbibed the school's incessant preachments on diversity and the need to reform students' sexist, racist, Eurocentric, patriarchal, phallocentric worldviews. They are also easy A's if you say the right things on the exams. They also fulfill Dartmouth's non-Western studies requirement. In the winter of 1989, some of Dartmouth's more open-minded students chose Women's Studies 22, History and Theory of Feminism. For some it is a political statement. Others may be in search of elevated consciousness, while still others have more practical concerns. In the past, it has been taught by some of the most prominent members of the Dartmouth College faculty. Moreover, it has become all but impossible to avoid feminist analysis and criticism in many courses in the humanities or the social sciences. In some courses, it has become de rigueur. Didn't they write about anything except phallic images in the 16th century? One freshman wonders. Two faculty committees at Dartmouth have recommended that women's studies courses be made mandatory, and the course is one of the program's core offerings. For some students, it is more or less a preemptive strike to take it now. In any case, it certainly beats having to wade through Aristotle. On the first day of class, the syllabus is handed out, setting the course's agenda for the next ten weeks. An in-depth study of liberal feminism, Marxist feminism, existential feminism, radical feminism, socialist feminism, Freudianism and feminism, the nature of phallocentrism, and the inseparability of gender, class, and race oppression. It all ends up with a session on Where Do We Go From Here, centered on an article titled Postmodernism and Gender Relations in Feminist Theory, which more or less summarizes the intellectual experience of the past two and a half months. It also provides a glimpse into the sort of scholarship that now dominates the American Academy. In the article, Howard University professor Jane Flax argues that feminism makes us skeptical about beliefs concerning truth, knowledge, power, the self, and language that are often taken for granted within and serve as legitimation for contemporary Western culture. Among the beliefs that she sees thrown into radical doubt by deconstructionist postmodernist feminism are the existence of a stable, coherent self, the belief that reason and its science philosophy can provide an objective, reliable, and universal foundation for knowledge, that the knowledge acquired from the right use of reason will be true, that reason itself has transcendental and universal qualities, that by grounding claims to authority in reason, the conflicts between truth, knowledge, and power can be overcome, and finally that language is in some sense transparent, that there is a correspondence between word and thing.
The author expands upon her insights into the new nihilism. In fact, feminists like postmodernists have begun to suspect that all such transcendent claims reflect and reify the experiences of a few persons, mostly white Western males. Emphasis added.